Hey everyone, welcome back to But Why Though the Podcast, the podcast where every week myself, Adrian, and Matt talk about the things in pop culture that people say matter and ask the question, but why though? Before we get started, we wanted to make sure to ask you to rate, review, and subscribe to us on iTunes or wherever you're listening. It's the easiest way to show us some support. But if you want to support us a little bit more, head on over to patreon.com slash butwhythoughpc and enjoy the show. Welcome back to But Why Though the Podcast, and today we are talking about a video game while although there aren't any new ones, everybody's still talking about it, NCAA football. As always, I'm your host, Kate. I'm here with Adrian. Hey, how's it going? And Matt. Hello. And of course, I'm not leading this episode today. So Matt, take the reins. Okay. Well, I got a few opening questions and introduction questions. One, basically, to start this off, we're probably just going to talk about the game in general, kind of the aspects of what happened and kind of its long history and a little bit of stuff. So we're not going into, like, the actual NCAA itself, but more just if, if the NCAA relates to the game. I'm not going down that rabbit hole. First of all, who do you have in the national championship game that will be played at a later time than we are recording? Do you, do you know who, Do we know who's playing? Oh my gosh! Between Alabama and Clemson, <laughs> I mean, I know who's playing. I just want to make oh sure gosh. everyone else knows who's Take playing. Take three. So, who you guys got in the national championship <laughs> game that takes place on January seventh of twenty nineteen? And we are recording this before the game, so I'm asking you a prediction between Alabama and Clemson, who have met four times <laughs> in the last five years out of the national title game, and met five years out of, five times out of the last five years in the playoffs. So, I'm With Alabama winning four out of the five games so far. So I'm leaving all of this in, um, but Bama, because they're Bama. And even I know that. Uh, Clemson, because it's Bama. And I'm just tired of it. I'm just, I'm, <laughs> I don't really care about this game at all. Like, I'm just tired of this game. Like, who wants to see these two teams play over and over again? I don't. <laughs> even I, got I don't. I don't think they. I don't even think Bama should have been in the national the playoffs last year. They didn't even win their conference. So why the how the hell are you in the playoffs? You don't win your own conference. I think it's dumb. Talent. I think, I think it's dumb. Also, you Not don't lose enough to win your own division or your own conference. But okay. I mean, this is coming from a Texas fan who basically, if it weren't for the sorry Big Twelve North, would have done nothing. Hey, uh, we we won the Cotton Bowl, so I don't. Care. <laughs> Ooh, the Cotton Bowl. Uh, I don't care. Or the irrelevant bulls. Okay. Anyway, moving forward. Don't care. Don't care. <laughs> don't care. Um, so moving forward to this. So have any of you actually played any NCAA games? Do you have any crazy stories or anything to start off? Because this is a game, as much as it's a game of, you know, like relevance, but it's definitely not something like an Overwatch where it's like an eSport thing. It's basically, in a lot of ways, it's almost like a community game, especially when you talk to a lot of people, which we'll get into in a little bit. So... 
if you haven't noticed already, I have the most limited amount of knowledge going into this episode. But I have played this game. Uh, played it for like a year straight, mostly by myself and opening card packs. But my crazy story was that the uh, the person I was living with at the time used to suck so bad that he would purposefully unplug it so that he wouldn't lose when he would play in his Dynasty stuff, which, Matt, you know all about. Which is also why we threw him out. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it was hilarious. And I remember one day, I was like, why are you doing that? He's like, it's so I don't lose. It's like, well, that's that's kind of fucked. Um, but no, beyond that, um, I guess like a more personal story or whatever, a nice one um, that isn't making fun of somebody, is that I taught my dad how to play when I started playing it for that one year. Um, and my dad's first touchdown was an own goal because he didn't know what he was doing. Um, How do you score an own goal? What sport are you? He was just running around. He didn't know what person he was because everything was too small. How do you score a goal? I don't own. Okay. Own touchdown, Matt. Touchdown. You can't score an own touchdown. Well, I don't know. All I know is he threw it to me and that was it. So you scored a touchdown? Oh, yeah, after he threw it to me. Oh. So you had an interception and then... No, he purposely touchdown. threw it to me because he thought it was his person. My so dad you had an interception and Yes, you it was an interception. It's a, whatever. This is going to be more of a disaster than I thought. <laughs> <laughs> That's fine. I'm just saying my dad kept throwing That's it. That's a nice story. Over and over again. I like that story. And he ended up putting his... He ended up putting his chair right in front of the TV so that he could distinguish the colors from each other because that man is blind. That's fair. I think everybody did that when we played this game. So, yeah. All right, Adrian, uh, from own goal to what do you have? Please don't tell me. Uh, like, <laughs> Did I own goal myself? No. Um, you a basket? <laughs> uh, hole in one. Yes. Matthew, <laughs> hole in one. Um, uh, I'm sorry, Adrian. It's a home run. Uh, ho- hole in one is a thing. Home run. Um, sorry. Uh, yeah. So I mean, the last time I played was like in middle school. So this had to have been like, I don't know, like in the ta- towards like the tail end of NCAA football. From like looking at your notes, I only played. I only bought it for. I forget what system I had it for, but I know that we had it because one of my coach coaches was a NC that was in the NCAA and I wanted to play as him because he was like one of my favorite coaches but then I re- then I realized that they just get the number like there's no name attached to that person <laughs> when I played it and I was like oh college football does not care about the players at all and that was kind of like my whole revelation of how the, the NCAA is a little little shady when it comes to likenesses of their players. But I played as him. He was a defensive end, so I just played as, like, UTEP and UT as him all the time. But that's not playing it because, you know, there's Madden. And then Madden was garbage, so I just stopped playing, like, NFL's like, football games altogether. Yeah, we can definitely do an entire episode over, like, sports games, and they're basically, like, decline and almost death at this point. Yeah, if you're trash. listening right now and you have an audience in your own podcast and would like to come talk about sports games, let me know and at me because I don't want to talk about them. 
Oh, I would love to talk about sports games. Like, I, I don't actually, I don't want to do this episode forever, but I know that you two have very limited knowledge, and it's kind of like embarrassing when I got somebody going own goal hey, over here. Hey, 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 hey! I did Sailor Moon by myself, and I've done quite a few episodes where I'm the only one who knows. So deal with it, sir. Deal yeah, and I know how football works, and how the NCAA works, and how video games work. So not like I'm just here listening about Moon Babies, like. I think we're good. Yeah. So I also understand the NCAA stuff. I've also been screwed by academia taking my work. So. So why? <laughs> I was told as long as I fall off the cliff and die, that's fine. As long as my work is still back at the college so they could take it and still use it. Because guess what? It's not an NCAA thing. It's a university thing. Yeah. So. Okay. So get back to the whole point of stuff. As far as for me to guess why I'm leading this episode. Um. There are 20 games I owned pretty much. My first game was, I think, college football, 1997. And I owned pretty much every game from 2002 all the way to the last game in 13. Um, I actually played all the other games, which I'll, but I'll go into why I did not own basically that weird stretch from like 98 to 2002. And... Basically, the last time I played this was about a year and a half ago because me and my friends still talk about like starting up a dynasty. We've talked about doing it again. So I still play this, try to play it. The problem we have is the last edition, edition of the game we don't really care for, like some of the older ones. That's sort of thing. As far as great stories, I can basically give fun stories throughout this whole entire episode if you guys would like about everything. Yes. Matt's stories are great stories. <laughs> Does somebody get a concussion? Well, sort of. I mean, my first one I was going to give... <laughs> As Kate's story of like me, this game was designed for people to not like each other, I feel. And it was a very thing about the breed of competition in general. But my first crazy story was the college football in 1997. I was playing Peyton Manning at Tennessee against Hawaii when they were the Rainbow Warriors, which I'm still disappointed that they chickened out and changed their name to just the Warriors or whatever. I liked it when they were the Rainbow Warriors. They looked like lucky charms. But the game liked to cheat, and I could not beat the game, that team. And... I basically restarted the game. This is back where we had multiplayer and everything, like four times, and I could not win despite having like one of the best teams in the game. And I threw my controller and broke my controller and TV and hit myself. It was great with parts. So you tried to cheat and you still couldn't cheat and win? Yeah. The, Can the we just like, slander somebody in Kate's story for doing the same thing? We'll get different. <laughs> we'll get it differently. Why it's different. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, but one, you have the, because basically everybody knows if they've ever played this game or even a mad game. The computer likes to go, they have like a random, feels like a random generated dice to roll, and one out of every hundred games, the computer goes into invincible mode and like does not want you to win. Huh. It, you have That's games where you'll fumble the first three drives, throw two picks, and they'll have like break four tackles and score within the first five minutes of the game. And you're like, what is going on? No matter how good things are. Let's play the game. All right, so let's get started. So first we'll start with some background information, get into the game. It's pretty straightforward, probably a lot more talking stuff. Um, the franchise actually began in 1993. It was known as Bill Walsh College Football. I did not actually play those games. Yeah. That was even before my this, time. This franchise is me years old. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, technically, you're older because it died. So True. Yeah, you're not wrong there. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> Um, EA was is the publisher, and this is actually before there was even EA Sports around. So obviously, as EA grew, it ended up becoming EA Sports when they made the branches, and EA grew as an actual company. Is it um, bad that I can imagine the voice that says EA Sports in my head when you say EA Sports? 
EA Sports in the game. It was great. I love the yeah, night. They, they had a lot of fun stuff. Good times. Good times. And now I actually like their logo. Now back here though. we are. Yeah. Um, the gameplay and design is kind of close to basically the Madden franchise, as Adrian mentioned. It was always known as like its younger brother for the most of its life. But there were differences, which we'll go into. Um, it's been on pretty much almost every platform. Maybe not some of the recent ones because we said it died, but it started kind of like on the Sega Genesis. And then obviously it went to like the 360, uh, the Xbox, the regular Xboxes, the Xbox 360, PlayStation 1, 2, and 3. It was on the GameCube. It actually even made a game on the Wii. Um, so yeah. It actually, um, after 2011, as, a, as I mentioned on the platform, after 2011 became basically just a PS3 and Xbox 360 game. Ball. Yeah. yeah, because it, it kind of won the Wii game bombed so bad, and then the GameCube just playing sports games just was not good for like Nintendo. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was, sports. that's true. Then you sold 83 million copies, and you have the best selling game <laughs> ever because it comes with the console. Yeah, I was looking up the, the numbers, I was trying to see which one I played last. I think the last one I played was 2005, even though I was with like playing it. Larry like, Fitzgerald on the cover, yeah, I think I. I was playing it in like 2008 or something like that because that was 2005 was the year that my coach had played, and that and now that I'm looking at it, I was like, yeah, that's why I didn't I didn't play any other games on the GameCube for NCAA's because there was no games to play <laughs> other than like the 2000 like the 2005 one was the last one, so that makes a lot more sense why hate, I stopped playing it too. I actually hate the 2005 edition. I thought it was terrible. It was awful. Um, hey, hey, 88 percent out of 100. But, uh, I don't understand it. Everybody, it's sports I know games, though they all get highly rated. I feel like. Well, that's the weird thing, which I'll kind of go to when we get to ratings. Like it starts like that, and then the, kind of the same thing that basically has killed a lot of sports games. The ratings tank a lot of times. Um, as I mentioned, I didn't play from the '98 to 2002 thing because it was, apparently it was PlayStation exclusive. So once again, fuck exclusive and PlayStation. So <laughs> I feel like there's going to be like a lot of salt this episode like not really i have a lot of great memories of this game and it's brought a lot of stuff um i'll even get to some of the petitions okay of how much this is gonna have a lot of passion yeah that may wind up with some salt when you wait till we get to probably like you know as a community as i said of like how it's a community type game of like how it's still going on after they've been dead for five years but anyway so yeah it was a playstation exclusive which I wondered because I kept thinking back to myself, why do I remember the 1997, you know, with Peyton Manning? And I remember playing the games that time, but I don't remember owning and I never owned one until Joey Harrington was on it in 2013 or 2003, excuse me. And, and it was because it was PlayStation exclusive. I was too busy playing NCAA for the Dreamcast, which that game was terrible. But that would be why. Did not know that. I'm just amazed by how old this game is because I didn't know that. Oh, yeah. So to get to how old these games are, there was a total of 20 games <laughs> over the years. It's basically a 20-year franchise. It had some weird changes in the names, which is another reason why you didn't think of it as much. So as I said before, from 93 95, it was called Bill Walsh College Football. From 96 97, it was College Football USA. And then from the early, two, from obviously the 99, 2000, but then from the early 2000, and from the early 2000, it was called NCAA you know, like 2000, NCAA 2001, 2003, 2003, And then starting in 2006, it started becoming, he called NCAA 06, 07, 08, which it's weird because it doesn't really do anything different except they literally changed like the entire box and how it's labeled. That's thought it was a fun random fact of like, yeah. it says NCAA football 2005 and then literally like the yeah. next year, it's just 
06 and then turned to 07. It's all interesting too because I feel like it had they kept like just college football USA as the name, they one probably wouldn't have gotten. I mean, they may have gotten as much people buying it, right? But like as they get more closer and closer into like these are actual NCAA stuff, that I think that like changing the name is where they run into their like their success, but also their issues because I feel like college football USA is super freaking generic. Well, to be fair, um, sports games in the 90s like that were all generic, and there were so many of them. Mm. Like, at the time, there's probably, like, eight football games going on. Uh, I have a question, yes. Matt, um, slash clarification. Um, so Madden, right, is right. named after, like, John Madden football, like what, what like it was for, like, the longest time. Yes. Bill Walsh, why did they change it from Bill Walsh football? Slash... Yeah. Who is Bill Walsh for the people who do know? Okay, Bill Walsh. Well, I know who Bill Walsh is, Matt. Don't yell at me. I'm just get clarification for you. So one, I, so one, I don't know why it was called Bill Walsh football, and that was just weird to me because I'd never, like I said, I don't even recall playing this game because that was obviously before even I started here. Um, but the, also, what's weird about that is because Bill Walsh was a 49ers coach, and so he all—I mean, he was revolutionary of like the West Coast offense, which is obviously nothing to do with college football at all. So for, for all I know, EA, they, when they started Madden, they had success with Madden, and they just picked another famous coach. And just yeah, I, I mean, I, I maybe maybe he did or not. He, I know that he's, I mean, he was for the 49ers coach. I know he, he was like the Stanford coach. Did he win anything as like the Stanford coach? I mean. Because whenever Stanford plays, really. they always talk about Bill Walsh. But like, did he ever like actually win anything? In they Stanford? had a few good years because I believe that's also, I think when he was there towards the LA years. So obviously they were decently and they were good. And they maybe won a few good bowl games, but. Any titles, as far as I know, I'm mean, obviously the standard for what's good in college football was weird and changed over the years to where, like, you were celebrating a cotton ball win and it's great. And for a lot of teams, like, hey, 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 cares whoa, about bowl games. Whoa, he's celebrating whoa. a cotton ball win because we haven't made it back to the national. Well, I know, but like, the bowl yeah. system in general used to be great. It's all we that. I mean, I used to love the bowl system too, and it's fun because even some of the older, earlier games. Like the '96 game allowed you to do playoffs before, and there was never a big any deal. It's just like you want the bowls, but and I picked the bowls. And then as the years kept getting on and more stuff, and obviously as we got more and more money, which we'll get into, um, playoffs became more important. And it sucked as the last game is actually made before, right the year before they start the NCAA uh, playoffs, so it's not an option in the game. Yeah, so I looked and. Bill Walsh didn't win anything in college football. Yeah, I didn't think he, I didn't he, won, he did. He won Pac-8 Coach of the Year in 1977, Ooh. and that was it. So why the hell did they name it? Bill I don't Walsh know. Like football? I said, like I mean, he may have, but I was like, as far as I recall, Stanford never won like anything. I mean, they may have won some bowl games, but they weren't much. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. um. So just like um, we brought up the rating stuff. The ratings over the years, as they start out early, especially early 2000s, they're rated pretty highly, and then they kind of got worse and worse. And I didn't, obviously, there's so many games I didn't want to talk about all the ratings, but also they varied so much based on the platform. So, like, NCAA football for, like, the GameCube may have been, I think, one of the ones for the, I mean, yeah, for the GameCube and one for the Wii is, like, a 70. It's, like, rated awful. But the same year, the version for, like, the PlayStation is, like, an 89. Or then, like, the Xbox, it might be an 87. And they vary so much on the platform. And then they ran into the stuff of, like, when the transition from, I guess, from the PlayStation 2 to the PlayStation 3 and from the Xbox to the Xbox 360. Um, those two years of like 06 to 07 and then like to 08, basically the Xbox One and the PS, 
or the Xbox 360 and the PlayStation 3 games were stripped of all the main features and it was basically a cardboard cutout games. And so they were awful. And so like I, for a while, my friends, we still played a lot of the regular Xbox games like two years into like the 360's lifespan because they basically just made ports that were so bad and stripped of all the main features. And so that's why you have, yeah, so it was like, um, do you have a, I mean, obviously, Kate, you only, looks sounds like you only played the 13 because they had the cards that was in the last year. Yep. So Adrian, did you have a favorite one? I'm assuming you only, both five was the last one you can remember. I don't even remember, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Like I said, like, I only played it because my, my, like, it was up to me. I would have just played Madden all day. Madden 05 is actually one of the best Maddens. I yeah, that's why I had too. Madden 05. So that's like I just played Madden, and then when I wanted to, like, when my friends came over, we were like, oh, well, let's play as Coach, you know, Coach High. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I did have a lot of favorite ones. I think 07 with Reggie Bush is probably one of my favorites. 04 with Matt Leinard on the cover was great. Um, 09 and or I think 09 and 10, the ones with McFadden, I think McFadden and then Crabtree were great because they introduced the online dynasty mode and stuff. So those are probably like my top ones. 06 is up there as well because of mini games, which kind of leads into basically the gameplays, game features and gameplay. They did a lot of various things. Uh, recruiting was ever changing all the time. And that was like one of the main aspects, which we'll probably get to about why those are like you had to recruit players and how this is had a work. lot of fun doing that. It is it is work and taxing. <laughs> I ran computer programs on my computer that we ran simulations and stuff for your recruits because you could plug in their stuff and they run stuff. Um, because you could import a lot of the data files, which was cool. And that's kind of how they integrated like stuff, which led to another feature with recruiting of you could import your draft classes from the NCAA game into Madden. So the next year's drafts and rookies would be all the players from the game. Yeah, I, rem I remember that too. That was that was cool. That's a cool feature. Like, yeah, they like they should keep the game around just for that alone. No, people loved it just for that alone. People who actually played a lot of people would just go find, but played Madden would purposely either buy an assembly or know people just so they could grab files. Because we always, I think when we did it, we always did two file two file saves purposely, one for people who want to play Madden that were in our dynasty, and then one just for us to make sure we still had it. So we always save a draft class just to make sure. Um, dynasty mode, obviously, it started off the single player single season, and then just kind of like Madden, they went to the multi season with like dynamics of changing and everything. Um, that had create a play, create a team dynasty mode was cool because I like to pick my high school coat, uh, high school and maybe a few of my friends and we could play and do whatever. It was really cool what they allowed to do. Um, the high road to the Heisman where they added the single player where you could just basically try to win a Heisman trophy. Apparently, people love that. That's where we get a lot of the FIFA clubs and a lot of these new games that allow you to do these single player type where you just control one player and then hope the computer doesn't screw you. So it started here. Which did. How, the stuff like the like you said like FIFA clubs and like the single player. so so no well the single player stuff I'm not sure exactly when FIFA clubs came by but the yeah but as far as the single player stuff yeah, I'm pretty sure it came to Madden and NCAA Madden in FIFA or in NCAA had them both I think NCAA was one year before but I'm not 100 sure of basically this single player mode of like road of the Heisman or basically you made a make an NFL player. Mm -hmm. And they did it. So they actually even did it to where you could take your Road to the Heisman player, graduate, and you could import it straight into Madden, and you had your same player, and you kept all of your collegiate stuff, and they, that's what it went through when you got drafted. That's cool. So they did a lot of, like, collaborating, because, like I said, they were kind of together and stuff. Um, in 06, they added mini games. They were amazing. Um, 
and then they obviously expand on the mini games. I didn't like it towards the end, but a lot could be won and lost in these mini games. Like a lot of games. Uh, we used to bet a lot of stuff on mini games. No, I, I guess I mean like what 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 kinds of mini games? And so then of course, mini what games are the one like, so basically you'd have like you start at like the forty yard line, and you could see how many times you scored a touchdown in ten plays. Um, wow. That was one of the original ones. They had basically a lot of like the drills where basically by the end they had like you ran the option properly and you got points. Um, the ones in those six are held out a lot because it was you played against somebody for the most part. Um, the later ones that you have, like in the latest edition, they're more of like tutorial mini games that you could play to learn the game itself. But the ones in 06 were actually like those. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so as like um, the NCAA games are developing and kind of like moving along, um, are they following like the same kind of trajectory as Madden as like they're integrating these things or are they doing it after? Or because like a lot of these things, I remember doing all of this shit in Madden, but like so was it was at the same time. It's kind of the same time. So obviously, like I said, I didn't play Madden as much, so I didn't know. But a lot of these were about the same time frame. Um, I'm not sure about the creative player. I think NCAA had it first, but I could be wrong. But even if not, it's like almost in the same time because either like within the same year, year after. Um, NCAA always came out, I think it was two to three weeks. They always came out like in a July and Madden always came yeah, out in August. Yeah, I was going to say, like, I don't know if you know, but it, it sounds like they may have a lot of the same development teams overlapping, especially oh. since they have to work together. Yes. If you're having a game that ports from other ones, then it makes sense to keep that development team, especially your coders and your backends, to yes. full stack engineers, because then it would make more sense to, like, integrate the product. Yeah, no. I mean, that's why I talk about here, just the main features and stuff. And, like, we talk about a lot of the overlap, why they're, like, pretty much, like I said, brothers. Well, I'll get to basically... It is a lot of the same overlap and obviously same coding and a lot of the even the same engine. Basically, I think man switching a little different, but a lot of the engine components, like just the aspects of the games and mechanics were all the same. Controls were pretty much the same, except yeah. for like the tweaks that made college football unique. Um, in the later editions, they, they kind of like not really broke away, but they definitely diverged a little bit into different to the uniqueness of stuff. Um, the main thing, uh, one of the main things I love, they used to have like a budgeting system where you had to budget your school's. Uh, points you got depending on how big your school was how many budget you had to discipline your players if they misbehave you had to either suspend them or not you could get hit with sanctions from the NCAA you had to you could only depending on how much discipline points versus how much you want to put in recruiting um, eventually they got to where you build a uh, coaching trees you could build up all your coaches leave jobs and whatnot they did a lot of stuff ESPN became a big in integration stuff they have to have so how radio. many discipline points did you get as plain as Baylor <laughs> you didn't get that many because Baylor at this time is awesome. <laughs> I don't think people realize before Robert Griffin III, Baylor is probably one of the worst I just worst really wanted to make that ever. joke. I really don't care. I just wanted to make that joke. <laughs> we always just made fun of our friends and play because we had some people that didn't care about disciplinary stuff and we were mad they took it out because they would recruit people and they did, They were like, we're not disciplining anybody. Like, this is bullshit. No, so took it out of the game. So they just like went with like actual NCAA then, and they're just like, yeah. yeah, who cares about the rules? <laughs> yeah, was there like it a was... retroactive like discipline? Like, oh, we'll punish them after they win a national championship, and then we'll worry about all these other stuff later. I mean, eventually you would get hit with sanctions and stuff. It was cool, but the problem was it was all single player, and there was always talk about them bringing it back when they get to basically this online dynasty stuff, which is where the game really exploded. They just never made it there. I don't know if it wasn't big, but it was great for a while. And it was tedious because you had to look at a lot of factors for recruiting. Like I said, recruiting went through like so many overhauls. 
So those are basically basically the main features. Like I said, just from a generic standpoint. I guess right before we get to but why does anybody have any other questions or anything? Um, I have one question. I think that's more history related. I don't think it really has anything to do with your but why though. It's just one that I'm curious about. I was kind of going back through and like looking at the uh, NCAA, NCAA covers. Is there a reason why in 09 they went with multiple? Like 09 and 010. I know that they went with multiple and like different consoles had different players. Yeah. Why so, do they go why do they go away from doing that? I thought that was a pretty cool idea. So 09 they did it with the multiple one uh um they started doing it because they want to do fan things, and that's when they kind of start making unique to each console and they just want to have different people on each thing. Um, they did the split cover. I think that was because uh, 09 they had that's when they started the different ones. They just kind of picked random people so that way multiple people could be on there. There was no really um, like reason um, that at least that I know of other than like, hey, I have you can denote I have a PlayStation because I have this player on the cover. <laughs> um, yeah, it's just, just really weird because like an 09, like PlayStation or even 09 and 010, like PlayStation 2 and PlayStation 3 get different characters. PSP gets a different character, like yep. even though they're all like the same thing, they all got different players which is yeah. interesting it was just something they did um as after that they started doing to get more fan interaction and stuff to kind of widen up the game they kind of started doing the votes uh, okay. um the one with robert griffin on it um they did a split one with barry sanders because that's when they they revamped the road to heisman mode and so they wanted to bring back some of the heisman winners and you had you got to vote on five former heisman winners and obviously barry sanders won because that's still like one of the most amazing seasons ever of 88 so um, in, in 2010, um, we actually, so I actually worked the midnight launch for it at GameStop was as well. I was working at GameStop and there was, we had a big, like we made a big deal out of it. We had like a giant graph to like track yep. which cover got, you know, I mean, it was really just like console, but like which cover sold the most. And then like that, it, it was actually kind of fun. <laughs> um, but that yeah. was back when GameStop still did big parties for midnights. <laughs> Yeah, like yeah. I said, it was one of the things. I think they just want to get people involved and like spread it out and have more yeah. variety of things. And like Kate said, just have fun with stuff because they even started doing exclusive where you could make your own cover if you wanted to, and you mm -hmm. could pick your own players in later editions. That's cool. Makes sense. I was just just curious because like who's gonna, who's gonna go like go buy a PSP because Mark Sanchez is on the cover like just to play NCAA like on the <laughs> like on the PSP. Yeah. Mark Sanchez is on. I got to go buy a PSP now. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah, they had I to die play. a little bit inside whenever somebody <laughs> says Sanchez. Well, that's what um, yeah, he's. He, I know. I know. He deserves to be called Mark Sanchez. He's Mark Sanchez. He's he not deserved, Mark Sanchez. He he I'm sorry. I know, but I'm just saying. Fumble does not deserve to be called Sanchez. I'm just saying that's my name, and it hurts when I hear it pronounced that way. Not saying it's wrong, because like there are some anglicized Latinos out there who who say that. But I'm just like Mark uh, Sanchez. Yeah, but the cover thing ended up being a big deal from a lot of stuff. Um. Like people, players, like as it went on, players wanted to be the cover. They shot for the cover. They did, so they did a lot of cool stuff with their games. Like I said, the Road to Hyphen one, the one in 07 with Zach Zabransky, I believe it was on, it was right after Boise won the first like BCS game off the trick plays. And so they introduced a lot of trick plays and trying to mix up. So that's why they put them on there. I think it was, no, that was 08. 07 was Tim yeah, Tebow. Yeah, you're right. Tim Tebow was terrible. Yeah. Um, um, they have um, the Denard Robertson was a voted one. That was that was also they started putting out they give you five players and that, that's why they voted on him. I don't know why he was actually picked. Yeah, that was a weird one I saw. That but just, like, yeah, that makes okay. But cool, that was cool. But yes, cover thing I'll bring up a little bit because it ended up being a giant thing for players and whatnot. So to get into the, the but why those of stuff, which the cover will be in here. Um, the franchise was obviously successful. It was around for twenty years. I mean, they had twenty games. 
Um, I couldn't really find the numbers as far as money made or copies sold. It like disappears. I don't know whether it was recent, but it seemed to be it's really hard to dig. The only thing I really found was the last game sold 1.5 million copies. So there could be a lot of digging just to find what how many copies are actually sold of NCAA games. I don't know if just because the franchise is dead and between all the stuff surrounding it, they try to scrub a lot of it. I but, would believe that. Yeah. Because it's weird. If you look at like the top, like the list that we usually use when we do game franchises, how much they sold, it's like NCAA sold 1.5 million, but it's not even in the 5 million group. So the other nine, 19 games couldn't combine for 4 million. Like, and it didn't make any money. It wasn't around for a while. Yeah, that's weird that it's like excluded from a lot of lists. And obviously, yeah. it may not. Yeah, I, I got to feel too like they're like, this is NCAA where they want to keep all their money hush hush so they can not show how bad players are getting screwed out of not getting paid. And I'm pretty sure they don't want to say, like, oh, this game with you on it, but is not really you, sold 2 million copies and you saw none of it. I'm sure we'll get into that with the lawsuits because I don't think it's nearly as much money as you're thinking about it right now. Hey. So the school's made about more money. So I think the school's got about a mixture between like 6% total. Or I think the, when they cut it, the school, the EA, EA profit revenue only came for sports was only about 6% from EA. Um, I think the highest school that didn't got anything was maybe $100,000. And that was it. They ranged between 25 per school, 25 to 75, depending, or to 100, no, to 100, depending on the school. Which and that's is obvious. big, but also pretty small when you look like at a behemoth like UT making money off of football. Because what people don't realize too is there's 100, about 120 uh, actual D1. I, I refuse to call it what they call it now. So if you have a problem, sorry. What do they call it? Like FBS, FCS. They have the football bowl system and football championships series. I call it okay. D1 and D2. The, basically, there's D1 school because that's what it was called for like so many years until they want to differentiate because people got tired of D2 having a playoff and then D1 going, we don't can't do it. We can't make it. And we're like, well, what about all the other schools that play a playoff and have a 2016 team playoff? Why does that not work? But yes, but also for a while they had D2 schools in there. So they actually, you could play with like Maine. Uh, you could play with like Villanova <laughs> and stuff. But yeah. So as we talked about, it's like it's brother Madden. I guess we'll talk about the actual differences because, as we said, the engines and development teams were kind of the same. It was on the cover and the surface, they looked like they played identical. You'd figure, I'm good at Madden. I can play NCAA. If I'm good at NCAA, I can play Madden. That was true to an extent. But you could definitely tell somebody that was an NCAA player versus somebody that was a Madden player. And it was, it really showed. Um, the How? game Huh? How? Oh, I guess you get into it. Yeah. How? I don't know. My next paragraph that I'm going to read and talk <laughs> about. <laughs> Continue, good sir. Yes. Um, as far as gameplay-wise, exactly the play style. In Madden, you basically have playbooks. They're different, but a lot of them are the same. You have people that pass more versus run more, maybe run more and pass. But it's a lot of variations of the same thing. NCAA, you had people who lined up and ran the triple option out of the under the thing in the wishbone. You had people who lined up in five wide. You had people who ran Madden-like playbooks. Um, as the years went on, you had what is called the spread. You had the spread passing. You had the spread option. I mean, I used to beat people, and I wouldn't throw. I wouldn't even throw a single pass. Um, you had. A <laughs> people hated you so much if you ran the option. But like the play style is really. 
um, were very diverse. We had some people that threw for 700 yards a game in our dynasty. We had some people like me who ran for 700 yards in the thing. We had some people that basically had a balance of 50-50. There was so much variety in the teams and how you played, especially like I said in the later years where they emphasized these play styles, um, that it was a lot of fun and difference. So it wasn't like every single team like, well, the Lions and the Eagles. Well, the Lions like to throw the ball a little more than the Eagles do. Okay, cool. They still line up under center. They still line up in shotgun. They run a lot of the variety of things. Um, the recruiting, as far as when it comes to the dynasty mode, was one of the main differences for people. Like a lot of people love Madden. Or, excuse me, love NCAA over Madden. One reason why my friends do, and we don't really play Madden. Because anybody that's ever played Madden knows you can develop your team. You can screw the computer over with trades, get some stockpiles and draft picks. If you learn how to do the signing and mix your salary caps and whatnot, basically in three years, your team would be great and you, nothing changes. In NCAA, you were required to recruit and you had to keep recruiting and recruiting because your players would leave early if they were good. They would transfer. They would graduate. So basically, you could have the best quarterback at a 99 one year, win the national title, and the next year, your quarterback's a 75 overall. And you're like, oh. This isn't good. So, um, like, I guess overall, it just it sounds like NCAA was harder. Yeah, I will always argue that NCAA is a lot harder, especially when it came to dynasty like stuff, because you had to keep focus on recruiting. Recruiting was almost more important than playing the games. So, 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 are there any people that you've played in your dynasty that like won from pretty much just recruiting alone? Yeah, I did. Oh well, okay. I won a lot yeah. just from recruiting alone. So. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I spent hours recruiting. Uh, and there was a bunch of different ways of recruiting. My job was I lived off of four-star players and got some five-star players and the more player, and I'd like to sign 25 a year. Um, I had, we had other players that, that they would sign 10 five-stars and they didn't care if they signed anybody else. And their teams were good, but, you know, sometimes the depth would happen. Somebody would get hurt or something. Thing. Also, the difference because of these play styles with recruiting, you had to match your system. If you ran the option, you always need to make sure your quarterback was able to run the option. You made sure your backs were able to like fast to run the option. If you ran quick stuff, you needed some speed. Where you know, if I had you can't go from, you know, basically like Pat White of West Virginia, and then all of a sudden you have a Mark Sanchez. Your game, <laughs> your basically your system would, would completely fall apart. Depending, or you'd have to replay everything differently. And the same thing was like switching teams. Um, now, I do know Online Dynasty was the first thing that came out with NCAA. They tried it before Madden did, and it was probably the greatest thing ever made. Um, your claim. So, ba so basically, they had dynasties where you played seasons over and over again with this recruiting. Well, what they did was, and I think it was 09, I believe. No, that's a lie. 08. 08 or 09, I can't remember. I think it was 09. 09. They basically allowed you where you could have 12 friends playing your dynasty together. And so now you all recruited against each other. You all played against each other. People left against each other. And it was just a way of people all playing together to continue the dynasty mode because that people love, but you played with your friends. And so you, like I said, everything that you said was hard about the game, you now did against your actual friends. Did you have a full dynasty, like all 12 people? Yeah, I've had plenty that were all full. We usually ran about seven, I think, every year. We had about a core group of between five and six, and usually every year we had about a few others. We have had 12. Um, 
I like doing the middle part about six is great because you have enough to where there's some diversity and like and more people playing and stuff so you can mix up who you're playing against because you made the custom schedules but when you get to 12 in order to move the week forward everybody had to play and when you have a good set of people they move fast when you have people who are lazy or just doing something and they don't want to play then all of a sudden you're stuck and they don't want to play yeah then you get you get stuck and you end up waiting on people and then it turns into this one thing of like you just end up having to like talk to you like hey can you play your game can you play your game and it's like i'm trying to do this and it's like but i need you to play your game then you also ran into issues like you so said did they not have it where like you could force a game like if it you could you could force it it wasn't the greatest of things because so they did it to like you said when people quit it showed you how many times they restart their game. So we, this was also a time where we had to take a lot of screenshots, a lot of stuff, and if people <laughs> quit their game, we called you out on it. Um, was one thing. Uh, like public dynasties, they would kick you out. I think our rule was basically you got one restart because internet does happen, or you at least had to prove stuff. And then depending on the times, um, you could force somebody to throw out their score, but the problem was you couldn't force a loss or anything. And so, like, some people, if they were bad at the game, especially in the beginning, they would just let their computer team play, and they had a better chance to win. Mm, okay. So. Yeah. Um, other thing I like, a lot of people like to talk about the atmosphere. Uh, we still don't know, and it's still the greatest thing people talk about today, how they got all the licensing to everything. That's why my dad wanted to play, because he was yes. in GameStop, and somebody was playing as UT and they have like Bevo on the field. Yep. And like the crowd is like not insanely detailed, but just seeing like the sea of burnt orange. My dad was like, ooh, ooh. And then they like zoom out and they show the entire stadium. And of course, because yep. like, I went there, my dad drove by it all the time. My dad's obsessed with UT. And he was like, oh, that's it. It's like being there. And so then he was like, I want to play. And so we bought him a game, and I think he only touched it like those like six times. Yeah, no, it was amazing. We to this day, people still like are amazed to like how EA got all the licenses. But like I said, they had all the fight songs for they had conference logo, they had the conferences, the school logos, the school mascots, the fight songs, the bowls, the ESPN, the ESPN announcers, they had college game day sets. Um, so that might be like the only reason why universities got money was because of the licensing, though. Oh no, that is the only reason they, they could have because they could have like without anything. Yeah, that is and the only reason they got the money. NCAA or like the university really wouldn't have had to have been cut in. Yeah, well, that's the, the, the name, but yeah, that's the only reason they were getting money because of the licenses. It had the like your dad said a lot of the college effect. They had all the stadiums, the official stadiums. They talked about the traditions that yeah. they, they added traditions. They did mascot. They did unique mascot like celebrations and stuff. And I do know for a fact, UT charges like a surplus on using burnt or like their specific burnt orange and the Longhorn on anything. Because when I was working in event management in my department, we would have to submit like six different forms just to put a damn Longhorn on a flyer for a conference. Yeah. It was also funny too, because between all that, of like the colors, they had so many uniforms that alternate uniforms. It ended up becoming in the later years, download with content for a dollar. You get people's uniform. Like Orkin would have 30 different uniform sets and you can mix and match. Like, I don't know what they did back in the day, but they somehow got licensing to so much stuff that people are still amazed at what they got. Cause the amount of detail. And that's why people actually enjoyed a lot of the stuff between this and like the Madden, because Madden each stadium cool. It had the generic crowd raw and stuff. 
but like in NCAA, depending on where you went and how you played people, because um, they even added home field advantage in the bigger stadium you had, and you know your players were actually affected by the home, like playing on the road. And uh, yeah, it was it was crazy what all they got. But those are probably like the main differences between like the Madden versus like NCAA. I mean, we just said a lot of people think it's just a different coat of paint, but there was a lot of like technical difficulties, especially when you started breaking down actually into the game of things. I think they actually also had Old Smokey too. I'm still I'm still trying to think about all the traditions they had in the game. I'm pretty sure they had Smokey. Oh, they had Smokey. They had Rocky Top. Right? They had Sea of yeah. Blue, Sea of Red from Nebraska. They had all the Nebraska mascots. Yeah. Which, they if had you their... don't know, Smokey is what get it's a cannon that fires off when we score. The Virginia Tech had the pirate <laughs> ship with the cannons, uh, the Hokies. Um, in the later years, they went back and they added a lot of the the D two schools where they could import them. People made them. Because there was a lot of work to do, which eventually lead to eventually the lawsuit <laughs> that shut up shut it all down. Because they got bigger and stuff. Um, in 2014, um, they got big enough, and Ed O'Bannon, who actually didn't even play college football, uh, basically started a lawsuit to basically on player likeness and compensation for players. He played um, basketball. Ed Bannon basically was played in 1995 for UCLA. He was one of those people. He is a college legend. He lasted two years in the NBA, played some years overseas, did nothing, was a used car salesman, went back to UCLA because they give him, let him finish his degree, and then randomly files a lawsuit. And then all of a sudden, he's writing a book and stuff about how he battled the NCAA. So that actually does make me wonder, why wasn't there an NCAA basketball? There was. Like, Okay, there was? Okay. So NCAA basketball I was... I don't remember the, it. I've never yeah. heard of it. So NCAA basketball was around for a while, but one, it didn't sell as well. So one of the main things was, one, given the issues between the lawsuits that people were pending and the fact it just didn't sell as well, like if NCAA football wasn't as big as it was, it probably would have probably possibly been shut down later, earlier. But it was so big and such a popular game among so many people and a lot of the players and everything else that basically just didn't happen. It took basically Ed O'Bannon, and take the basketball game did that, but they were canceled away by probably a few years earlier because they just didn't sell as well either. Okay. And that EA's basketball game turned into basically garbage. That's why NBA Live died. So like all of EA's games when they go on for too long. And a lot of sports games, and then because 2K actually had a college basketball game and it was decent, but it just didn't sell. That's interesting. So well, I guess people just aren't as gung-ho for college basketball as they are college football. No. Yeah. Besides March, basically nobody cares about college basketball. And then all of a sudden everybody puts like $100 million or however much in gambling and brackets for it. So, um, so yeah, basically Ed Bannon starts his lawsuit. Um, NCAA realizes it. Um, Basically, they decided, one, the Big 12, SEC, and Pac-12 withdrew their licenses and decided it wasn't worth fighting this lawsuit. And basically, they realized we don't actually receive enough money to actually – it's not worth the fight and basically doing all this stuff and the legal jargon, the fight and compensation of everything. So they just pulled it all and pulled all their licensings and everything else. Yeah, it's funny. I mean, it's not funny. I mean, it's not funny for you because the game's not around anymore. I, I just think it's funny, like how like some basketball players in the NCAA in some game that was like garbage 
ruined NCAA football as a video game. He didn't care about NCAA basketball. He cared about the football game. And that's why – I'm sorry. It's one of those people – there's stuff on Ed Bannon. A lot of people do not like Ed Bannon. I personally don't. There's also been plenty of articles written that's NCAA fault. I know part of, a lot of this is the NCAA fault for what they did. Ed Bannon basically did nothing, flamed out and sells used cars now, and then 10 years later. I also think that's, I think that's also why I think it's funny, like Adrian said, because, like, this dude was as irrelevant as it can get. Yeah, no. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's why people don't like him, honestly. He's he's a UCLA basketball player who sued on behalf of Division I football and men's basketball players. (laughs) And for whatever reason, people like Oscar Robertson and Bill Russell joined in. And it destroyed the football game. <laughs> like, it's so it's, messed up. <laughs> you basketball players, and the amazing thing, because people talk, and you like to bring up about the players, from what I saw the lawsuit, there's only maybe 20 players involved in this, and it really wasn't like the players leading this, because, I mean, on any given year, there's over 30,000 players. And out of all the years, we got maybe 20 players in a lawsuit. That's one of the things that is kind of shocking to me, especially with how the media portrayed it. Yeah, no, that's why I don't like the media stuff, because I get what they're doing, but, like, and people, I personally have been, because like I said, he was one of the people that unfortunately, there's a lot of people that have amazing collegiate careers and are, you know, he probably won every award in college basketball, including a national title. He left it two years in the NBA and he now sells cars. Oh, and it, wait, wait. So it was both basketball and football. So it wasn't even just 20 football players. It was both basketball and football players? Total, yes. Yeah, oh. that's, what I, that's what I was saying. That's even, like, that's even less. That's what, that's what I said. Like, Basketball player, Rudy. But from what I was reading, like this on the settlement, they settled for forty million, and that's not even that much. And it said that the net could be. I mean, there's obviously they settled, right? So we don't know exactly how much it is, but but they're like as much as four thousand to as many as a hundred thousand current former and they got a check for seventeen dollars. So they got a check for I believe seventeen dollars. So people got nothing. Because I think they got a check for about $17 because I actually knew people. I actually played with or actually with friends and actually knew a lot of players that played in college. And I remember when they got their NCAA stuff. And I think they were like probably $17. all hyped up, too, because of all the media stuff. I'm going to get a payday. I lost my game, but I'm going to get a payday. And then they get some. So that's the funny thing. with Because obviously <laughs> I can't speak for all the players and stuff. But it's like I knew players and I hung out players that played at Tech. I played with, at TCU, um, Texas State, my stuff. And they just love being in the game, and none of them really ever cared. Yeah. And I'm not going to speak for all of them, but like all the players that I did play with and knew, none of them cared, and they just love playing the game. I'm not, and obviously, I'm the farthest they grew up a player, but I would fucking kill to just play as myself in a game. I don't care if I make anybody from it. So I, I was at I was at Texas <laughs> State when they were introduced in the game, and just how much the players were so excited. They're like, "We're in the game. Our team's in the game." Like, just the excitement of that. They weren't like, thinking, oh, why am I not getting paid? It was like, we get to play ourselves, even though we were garbage. Oh, my gosh. We used to make fun of one of my friends. He was like, a, I think, like a 65 overall. And we used to just make fun of him all the time. They're, like, essentially what they did for research was just because you're at the school, even if you do your own independent research without funding directly from the university, it counted as using university facilities, even if it's off-site. And they will not let you make any money off of your work. Oh, don't worry. I mean, as a lab, you get taxed about almost 40 to 50 yeah. percent of all of your stuff for money for grant money automatically just goes to your university. Um, like I told the story earlier, 
like I was working in the mountains. Like I could fall off the mountains right now. And they said, well, that's fine. As long as your research is still put up to where we can use it. And my thesis is no longer embargoed. So technically the university can pitch it and sell it and make money without giving me anything. This is outside the NCAA. So yeah. I'm just kind of like, but at least, can at I least play you in a video a, game? That's what I'm saying. At least they would get to play themselves in a goddamn video game. Can I, can I, I just play... need to like look at my stuff somewhere and be like, oh, look at my name. Can I play Matt? in a field and can i play kate presenting at a conference in a video game right. is what i need to know here <laughs> yeah i don't think people realize how much like universities like i know the athletes get the same but how much universities like control like so much stuff like just from the other side of actual you know academic and it does actually suck for scientists more because they actually yes. make products that make millions of dollars and they don't see a dime most yeah. of the time um, as far as the lawsuit itself, we'll go to like why we're arguing stuff. It was basically over the likeness and compensation of players based on the likeness of games. Obviously, everybody's name was not different and stuff, but a lot of like the name for change, maybe a few other attributes. It also depended on how well you were too. Um, but obviously, the big name players, like high profile players, majority had like the same height, weight, maybe a hometown or something like that, and number, um, which also was part of the stuff of like so as much as they didn't do it, which I don't know how much it was involved of that. Because what I don't think they realized is even when they started changing up ad, because they let ed edit player mode, um, there's dedicated teams that would edit the roster to what it was anyways. And that was not even an EA's control. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and you could update rosters within, like, the company. It got to the point where they would send it to basically big-time, you know, press people and stuff. And they'd give them the game early to let them start editing for us. So probably by, like, day two, you had a file that you could upload because they had all the integrated rosters and how they did with the matted stuff that you could upload their files of rosters and you had all the names correctly anyways. Technologically, the NCAA like game itself, like as a piece of technology, just seems really cool. Cause I thought it was cool when I could port Mass Effect one to two to three and like actually creating entire rosters and uploading them seems a step more. Yeah. I said I'm not gonna speak for all the players, but every player that I've ever played with and know just love being in the game. Um, they never had a problem with it. Like I said, I think they all got sent like $17 checks, if I remember correctly, when this all happened. They're like, we're going to book the crew to guy together, guys. <laughs> um, I also just didn't realize that the colleges only got like that small of a Yeah, pie. no, they didn't. It wasn't like out of all the stuff they make money on and screw players on, they weren't like they were making millions of dollars off this game. <laughs> they were only yeah. getting, like I said, some colleges were only getting $25,000. Some were getting yeah. maybe close to $100,000. And that was it. Even they like weren't getting without, a lot. Yeah, because like even without like without getting into like the full thing, but even like the play, the, the pay players debate, like it doesn't sound like NCAA solved that. Like the fact that your coach still makes millions of dollars and you bring in a whole bunch of money from gear. Like, I feel like that's a bigger fish than. Well, that's why this wasn't worth game. the fight to them. And that's why they said, yeah. sure, we'll just cancel it all. We don't that's... make enough money off this. Ed Bannon, congratulations. You ruined millions of people's lives. <laughs> <laughs> I'm probably going to get so much hate from Ed Bannon. Did, but did, I don't... Ed, did Ed Bannon ruin your childhood, Matt? No, he ruined my middle years and my adult years for sure. <laughs> what are middle years exactly? I don't know. After like col late college years to after college years, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but no, uh, like I said, the problem a lot of people have with Ed Bannon stuff is, like you said, he was basically a college person. He won every college award, but just never translated to the pros. Because even some of the, the another main player I knew was Sam Keller, was a top prospect for Arizona State. He ended up transferring to Nebraska. He was part of that terrible Bill Callahan regime that basically set Nebraska back 10 years. He had some issues with stuff. And then basically 
never got drafted. And then like so all of a sudden he's like, I want compensation from the NCAA. And so a lot of the players that were on there, like obviously we can't speak for like the old time basketball players, but Oscar Robinson, we understand because on our NBA episode, he was part of like the free agency fight, which was a lot bigger fight than this one. <laughs> um, so I could understand his thing because that was in a lot different situation. But no, it's like I said, Ed Bannon was in 1995. He played, he was out of the NBA by 97. Nobody heard about him. He played overseas. Um, he got actually went back to UCLA and they gave him a degree, which I don't think we realize that a lot of players are allowed to go back and finish their degrees with unlike other stuff. And then he starts suing them. And then like I said, now people know him and now he's like writing, he wrote a book and everything and made money, money off the book. And it's like, Oh, you're telling that you feel for all these players, but literally you did nothing. And you're the one with compensating. He was on like the tonight show and everything. I'm sorry. I don't, I don't care for it, Ben, especially when he was a football player. And I've just been around some people that never cared. But anyways, to move on from the salt edition of the lawsuit, which obviously I'm not going to say the NCAA does not screw their players, but as far as from this perspective of what happened, I'm just not going to go with the advantage stuff. And as far as the other big fish to fry. I just think all college institutions are horrible. So of course the governing body of the college institution is horrible. Like I worked for UT for three years and tuition went up three times. At the same time, a lot of athletic stuff were making $100,000, $10,000 locker rooms. But anyways. But Matt, the TVs are essential. Yeah, whatever. Um, from present day to the future, basically, many people still have hope uh, that they've actually come out. And it's actually one of the most talked about games. Um, you can Google, and there are, like, so many articles that come out on this game every year. Even as recent as, like, last year. I think it was, like, when I saw from, like, August of last year. That's only, like, you know, three four months ago. Yeah, as I tend to do in episodes where I'm not super knowledgeable, like just Googling stuff while people are like while Kate or Matt are talking, there are so many articles. It might yes. come back in 2020. <laughs> it, yeah. Here's five reasons why NCAA yes. might come back in 2021. Like, holy moly. And these are like Matt was saying, these are recent articles. Like, these are like people, ESPN wrote an article last year on this. ESPN yeah, like, people really want this game back. It really makes me feel like the NCAA, if they had wanted to put more money into it, could have won the lawsuit if they did it. But they didn't get enough money out of it. That's the thing. People thought they were making all this money from them, but they weren't. But they had the people behind them, Matt. Yeah, yeah I wouldn't. are still waiting for their time. Yeah, I mean, because I wouldn't look at like the the Madden sales, and with Madden nineteen, like they barely crossed as a franchise one hundred and thirty million copies oh, sold, really? like as yeah. a franchise. So not even like Madden makes that much money. Like their best selling thing was back in 05, yep. which is probably like one of the best Madden games there is. Like there's not even the NFL makes that enough money off of the franchise. I can't imagine the NCAA would. But yeah. with all this hype, maybe one one good one would just like like an all dynasty, you know, kind of game would just bank if they, if they brought it back for like one year. I think it would. So it probably so would. As, so far as coming back and everything, as we said, it's obviously done. Um, they like we said with articles, like people still interview and talk about it all the time. Like Kurt Herbstreit, who's big time in college football, talked about how the lack of NCAA game is hurt, kind of hurt the game. There's been other people that come out and said like the lack of this college football game is hurt. It's hurt. I can tell you right now that like speaking with me and my least for my personal and my friends here, we do not watch college football as much because there is no game to play. It was something that was related because it had kind of like the difference. Well, I didn't really mention, but the atmosphere, but like it had the college effect of like. A lot of people go to college. Only 1.6% of college football athletes make it to the pros and even less than the general public. So, like, 
everybody goes to college and been in this game. But if you play a video game, everybody can make it to the pros. Tagline. I did see a recent article, uh, or not recent, but like with Herb Street. Don't him flame talking out about in it. high school. Play NCAA football. No, because if you flame out after college, then you just sue the NCAA. Uh, <laughs> um, but Kerb Herbstreit, after um, basically, you know, in the interviews, has said like one of his one of he wished would, would they bring it back at least like just send every everybody a game, send all the players games. It, it's worth a lot more money than what what they actually settled for the check that they got. <laughs> just every year send them a game. Because um, like I said, talking with the players and people we know, um, the game's still around. Best for thing, people like on Operation Sports who did a lot of like the. Um, Rosters back in the day and other forum boards, they keep the game alive. They update players. They have teams of like eight to ten people who are consistently updating rosters and players. So right now, if you were to start it up, you could go get the current like national championship rosters on the thing. Um, my friends and I have tried doing that. We don't mind going back to play it. The problem we have is, like I said, 2013 NCAA is not our favorite game, and there's a lot of flaws in the game that we just it's hard to play the gameplay itself versus like the actual stuff. Um, they had, uh, in, they've interviewed other college players and they still play it at universities and they still like, one of the main reasons like the three, the 360 and even some PS3s are still around is to play this game because the servers and everything are still good. Um, some of the old devs on the game have talked about like the, when they go to the Madden, how you said they crossed over and they work on Madden, so they go a lot of the combines and everything. And they said a lot of the players, the combines ask them all the time. So when, so when are we getting NCAA back? Are we getting NCAA back anytime? Um, this past year, one little dev said a thing. He said Lamar Jackson, who played for the Ravens, a rookie from last year, and he won the Heisman, basically pulled him off the side and asked him about it. And he said it was like the most disappointing thing that the game died because he said one of his, his dream was to be on the cover of the game. And he actually probably had a realistic good shot of being on the cover. Like athletes want to be on the cover of this game more than they cared about. Can I get some compensation for the game a lot of times? Sorry. Sorry, Lamar Jackson. I think you're doing pretty good, bud. I think you're all right. <laughs> yeah, but it's one of those, like I said, it's just like players, old players. It's also kind of weird because it's now going into the five years it's been. So essentially the freshmen of the games are now like – it's officially the game has now gone through a full cycle of like a collegiate career. And so like the freshmen of the games are now officially gone. So I don't think there's really anybody left that would have actually been possible being in that game. Um, there have been positions to come back, like Adrian said. There's actually one petition that came by that literally somebody filed with like the petition.org, which literally said, my life has gone dull since the NCAA went away. Side note, <laughs> do those petition.org things even do anything anymore? I also, doubt it. did they ever do anything? I don't think they've ever done anything, and I don't think they do anything now. But Matt, Snyder Cut. Whatever. What has a better chance, a Snyder Cut or NCAA coming back? Sadly, probably the Snyder Cut. <laughs> um, there's been talk about making another game called like Gridiron Matchup, where they basically bring back the gameplay and the actual stuff. But obviously, it depends on whether it would sell, like Adrian said in 2020, of it could play like it and do stuff and it'd work like an NCAA game, but you'd have like made up schools, made up stuff. And to be you fair, I think it's away the magic. Well, that's what I'm saying. A lot of people don't think it's going to happen just because, like, you get to play as UT, as you guys said. I got to play as Texas State for one year. And what sucks is we now have cool uniforms. They weren't even in the, added in the game. Um, Bevo was adorably, adorably animated. 
I loved him. Did you? Yeah. Um, it's kind of like we talked about the community aspect of things of like, I mean, a whole dear thing because like I've gone to so many like talked to just random people, college kids, players and stuff. And like playing into the play was like a great thing. We a lot of a lot of bets and a lot of things were so just thing on the sticks. Um, you trash talk. Yeah. You trash talk people. That's how things were settled. And it was, it did a lot. Um, I guess I'll save some more for my final thoughts, you know, but I guess we'll wrap it up. I don't know if you guys have anything else. Not for me. I mean, I learned a whole bunch. I mean, like I said, I, I played back in the day, I played more Madden just because I didn't have the amount of friends like Matt had to play like this, like with a lot of my friends, everyone was just playing like Madden or, or 2k. So like, I enjoyed playing Madden more. I wish I had more friends when I was in middle school who, <laughs> who didn't think gaming was lame, and then maybe I would have gotten to NCAA more. But I really did learn a bunch for sure. Um, yeah, they should bring it back. Should bring it back. I think they'd make bank if they if they did bring it back. I don't know if they ever will, just because you know Ed Bannon. But we'll, we'll see. And O'Bannon, but we'll see. So the funny thing about O'Bannon, when I saw somebody, they wrote an entire article playing blame the NCAA, not O'Bannon, which obviously the NCAA deserves to blame. <laughs> the first comment goes, well, NCAA, well, Ed Bannon still so sued their ass after all these years. Nobody <laughs> else did. So how are we not it's, supposed to blame it? It's true, yeah. <laughs> That's it's what I'm saying. Most people try to defend O'Bannon, like, still did the lawsuit. Nobody, no, no NCAA oh, players are forming. The big, the only thing I care about learning from this episode was that NCAA was taken down by a really, really bitter dude who flamed out in college and then blamed them for not getting anybody. I'm about it. It's the American dream right there. <laughs> Hot coffee on your lap? The NCAA definitely has a part, and I'm not going to blame all that bad in, but in the end of the day, he's the one that sued him. Oh, yeah. Totally don't take this as Kate endorsing the NCAA. It's like I said, all universities screw their students and all governing bodies of those universities screw them as well. And can we also blame EA? Because I feel like a different publisher would have like had more balls to like take this further. But EA is like, is like a roll over and die kind of, I don't know. Kind of thing. I honestly don't know. From what, what I saw, EA still has a lot of the team. And actually, for a while, kept some some of the licensing for all this stuff. EA still pays for. They're literally just waiting for other approval and from the NCAA's approval to make the game. Literally, if the NCAA came out tomorrow and said, "I think we're good. You can make the game," I think they could have a game made within a year. Oh, so like, they still have the licensing stuff? Not all of it. They have they lost a lot of it. But as far as like some of the stuff that's like not directly NCAA related, like uh -huh. maybe like ESPN and maybe some of the bowl type stuff, yeah, they still have all that. Huh. They kept a lot of the stuff in place, and, and they're pretty much on ready. Today, moment, they just need the word. And they're like, we got our team ready. People are ready to jump ship. Go, bam. <laughs> I said, like, it still amazes me that would five, definitely make bank. Yeah, five years after this game has been dead, people are still updating it. Yeah, like last year was Smash, and that was yeah, for like money. These people don't get paid. Yeah, that's what that's what I was gonna say. Like for like my final thoughts of like the parallels between NCAA and our Smash episode are just like great. And I <laughs> love it mainly because like they got big around the same time. So like while you while Matt was making money and settling bets off of NCAA, I was doing it off of Smash. So I appreciate that aspect of the community aspect of this game a whole bunch. 
Kate, what do you got for your, I guess, final thoughts? I can do a few more stories. If you want me to end with a few stories for your final. End with some stories because I was like, my main thing was a bitter old man sued the NCAA. (laughs) Because I, I, so like, in all, in all honesty, I think a lot of people are probably like me. Like I assumed one, there was a lot more money in play. I assumed two, there were a lot more players in play. I also assumed that they were all football players and I didn't think it was some washed up Ed <laughs> who led the charge. Yeah. So that, that that just kind of blows my mind. But I really think like I we've like Adrian said with the community stuff and even Smash and like I just think overall, um, one of the things that we've talked about most on almost every single episode that makes things big and makes things matter is the community and the fact that people are still updating and playing today. That's probably one of the most important, but why are those in that, like, it's going to keep it sustainable and going. And it, it, it's always going to have that, like that door ajar to making a new one. If the NCAA ever agrees to it, because that community is there, like, the need or the demand is there. They just have to supply it. Yeah. Um, so would you guys like some fun stories or would you like my final thoughts first? Fun story. One fun story. Oh, just one? Oh, that's one fun story. One fun story, mister. Get out of get our get our listeners out here in an hour. Whatever. A lot of this was cut out because we have cut out anyways. Um fun story. Um I did have some I did reach out to some of my friends who talked about it and they said obviously um one said as far as but why those stuff um Obviously, my friends are terrible and we don't respond at time. One said mascot on mascot violence because they added the mascot game, and, and my friends are <laughs> stupid. Um, one said basically recruiting. <laughs> he said recruiting was always the best part of the game, why I loved it so much. Are you going to shout them out with their names or just say my friend? I was going to if you'd let me talk. Well, you didn't say who mascot guy was, although I think I can guess. Yeah, that's why I wasn't worried about him. He didn't get a shout out. <laughs> you don't give me a serious answer. <laughs> um, but uh, basically, um, I guess on Instagram, Toby tweets, tweet treats, I guess would be his thing. But I have to get his, he didn't do social media. My friends are like anti-social just, media. Just say his regular name because they don't use social media. And I'm sure you'll tell them to go listen to this episode. But anyways, uh, friend of Toby, basically he said recruiting was the best, uh, most fun part that he had in the game and stuff. And he talked about the time where basically his receiver won receiver of the year award and then transferred to our other friend's team. And he lost him because the game was messed up with how it did a lot of things. So the one challenge we did have when they first started online dynasties was they had the broken thing to where if your players left early, it broke in the game glitch where you weren't allowed to get them back. And so that was something we had to work around. So literally as we played, people would uh, not have their, they would try to do bad with some of their good players to make sure they stayed for another year. It was a weird system. The game was broken, but just add another element of thing. Yeah. So... But that was his shout out. Another one, basically, wait, if you go, um, uh, the dopest QBZ. Oh. <laughs> um, basically you. said, uh, obviously, wants the game to come back. PAC NCAA have the game come back, and he still wants the discipline mode back out of all things. Can you put anything out? Because I know a lot of our, I don't know how much people actually played. If you did play, great. Um, I wouldn't mind probably starting out again. As far as my final thoughts, this game, like, as we thought about the community, it was one thing that my friends and I played all the time and we did stuff. And then I just remember when they add the online dynasty mode, as we got older, it was like one of the greatest things because I remember being in Florida, like by myself. And every day I played with like my friends who lived in Arizona, my friends who played in, they lived in Texas, my friends who lived in different parts of Texas. 
and we always had something to talk about and we always had something to do. And then just like I said, of meeting different players that play college ball, meeting different people just in college of general that just played this game so much and how much like just having a dynasty mode and bragging rights, even if it just went down to like out recruiting somebody was so much fun of everything. So I hope they bring it back. I highly doubt it. It's a mess. Um, I'm still sad. Oh, speaking of which, as far as like uh, the people who still keep the game going, they've actually learned to hack the game to where you could make a full t- 14 playoff. Oh. I looked at it. It's a very complicated system of hacking, but yes. But I'm also just like, people love this game enough to just hack it to yes. make it do what they like. Yeah. Yeah, there's been interviews with some of the people that work in operation sports, and they're like, yeah, I get up at 3 a.m. to about 3 or 4 at 3 or, 3 or 4 a.m. every morning just to start editing before I go to work. That's a bad they don't get compensated anything. That's just love. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was All the right. biggest heart that I've ever seen from Matt on an episode. All right, let's get this out of here. A little over time. As always, make sure that you rate, review, and subscribe to us on iTunes or wherever you're listening. It helps people find us, and it is the easiest way for you to show your support. Um, also follow us on all of our social medias at but why do PC and in doing so join our conversation. What do you think about NCAA football? What do you think about the NCAA? Let's go down that rabbit hole rabbit hole on Twitters. I, I may regret saying that. Do not do um, that. <laughs> and you can at me at oh my Randy on Twitter. Adrian. Yep, you can find me on Twitter at Super Reese93 S U. S-U-P-E-R-R-U-I-Z 93. Oh, I thought you were going to say something extra. You always say something extra. Well, I was going to say something extra, but, you know, we won. We won. We beat Georgia. And the mascot on mascot of violence actually happened in that game. So Yeah, that is the best clip, <laughs> clip ever, but I'm happy that little puppy is okay. Same. But also a reminder to everybody, Bevo is a giant-ass longhorn. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Matt? You can find me in the sea of bread. (laughs) Terrible. I can go through a lot of records of a day. I think my longest winning streak was 54 games. Q and I both won three titles in a row. Um, The highest score thing, Octavio beat somebody and scored 134 points on somebody. Um... I had the longest winning streaks of everything, most titles. John had the second most. Q always played with the crappy team and ended up choking at the end. 